Today on Transforming Lives. Today we want to minister on the second principle of God's unfailing love, and that is Jesus is God's solution to every problem. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Amen. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. There is a story of a king who um, lived his life in a particular uh, uh, um, country, and the, towards the end of his life, he um, had four sons, and he wanted to decide on whom he was going to leave his kingdom with. And each one of his sons had, spe had specific uh, um, qualities or gifting. The eldest son was very, very wealthy. Um, he, his wealth extends uh, um, beyond anyone in that kingdom. The second son was very, very wise. Um, his wisdom surpassed anybody in the kingdom. The third son was very strong and healthy, and, uh, uh, and, and his strength surpassed anybody in the kingdom. The last son was, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 excuse me, the last son uh, uh, focused on loving people. And so the father called these four sons of his, and he told them, he said, sons, I want to, to give my kingdom to one of you, so please take some time and and come back to me and let me know why should I make you the next king. The elder son came to his father and said, Father, I am the richest person in this kingdom, and when, if you made me king in, of this kingdom, I will ensure that this kingdom is the wealthiest kingdom in all of the lands. The other second son said to his father, Father, I am the wisest person in this kingdom, and I will see to it that everybody in this kingdom experience wisdom and knowledge and grow, and our wisdom will surpass the wisdom of all other kingdoms around the world. The third son says, Father, you know how strong I am. I will ensure that this kingdom is strong and powerful, and we will defeat all of our enemies, and every other kingdom around the world will fear because of the strength. The last son came and said, Father, for me, over the last couple of years, I've spent time working and loving the people in the kingdom. And I'm not even uh, particular about whether or not I lead the kingdom. I love people, and all I want to do is to help them and make their lives better. And so whether or not I become the king of this kingdom, I will continue loving people. After a few days, the father came with his decision and he decided to give the kingdom to the younger son. Because you see, friends, love is the most powerful thing in this world. If you love somebody and you seek their highest good, 
nothing can hinder you from doing that which or helping that person to succeed. And so the father decided to give his kingdom to the younger son. But there is another father who loved his son. And his son loved us so much in the person of Jesus Christ that he willingly came down on earth to die on the cross so that you can have life and experience life to the full. Jesus left heaven, his throne, left his, 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 his prestige and his glory, left his wealth and everything, and because he loves you and loves me, came to pay the price so that we can be reconciled back to God and experience life. We are continuing our series on God's unfailing love. We told you that Jesus is God's love personified. Jesus is the greatest gift that has ever been given to us. La the last time we ministered, we shared with you um, the, the first principle of God's unfailing love, and, his, and that is God's unfailing love. We share with you four things about God's unfailing love. They are the love of God is precious, the love of God is everlasting, the love of God is life transforming, and, the life, uh, and God loves people. Today we want to minister on the second principle of God's unfailing love, and that is Jesus is God's solution to every problem. I want to share with you four, I mean, three reasons why Jesus is God's solution to every problem. They are Jesus is God's love personified. Number two, Jesus came to heal us of our wounds and diseases. Number three, Jesus brought reconciliation between God and people. Let's look at each one of these. Number one. Jesus is God's love personified. Jesus is God's answer to every question and God's solution to every problem. Jesus, the Bible tells us, came to seek and to save sinners. Jesus came to seek and to save those who are lost. Jesus desired that you may experience life and life in its fullness, the God kind of life, the rich and fulfilling life, the purposeful life. God, Jesus wants you to experience God's life. The Apostle Paul said in uh, uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15, this is a faithful saying that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. And however, for this reason, I have obtained mercy, that in me, first Jesus might show himself in all long-suffering as a pattern for those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. Friend, if you come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, he will show himself strong in your life. Several years ago, I made that decision to ask Jesus to come into my heart and my life has not been the same since. Jesus continues to show himself strong and to, 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 to display his glory and his mercy in my life and in the lives of thousands of others who have followed him. 
we need to understand that Jesus loves you. The Bible tells us that uh, um, when God created um, the world, God created Adam and Eve, and he created them without fault and without sin. He created them in a, and put them in a beautiful garden so that they can experience life. And God gave Adam and Eve a, a, a responsibility. He said, be fruitful and multiply. The Bible tells us that he created them in his own image. He created them to experience a high life, a fruitful, fruitful, fruitful life, or a fulfilling life, the God kind of life. But Adam and Eve sinned. They fell uh, and prayed. They allowed the devil to deceive them. And because of that, sin continued to fall in the world. You said, uh, 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 Pastor Obi, what is sin? Sin is missing the mark. God created you for a purpose. God created you to be like him. And because of sin, we miss the mark. The Bible says, for all have sinned and fallen short of God, the glory of God. Sin is missing the mark of God's glory. God created us in the image, and we are marked by sin and shame. And because of that, we continuously transgress against one another or con 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 consistently do things that are not pleasing in God's eyes and in the eyes of others. Jesus came to die so that we can be restored back to him. The Bible tells us, for the wages of sin is death. Sin is a, is a, 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 a mortal wound, it's, it's sickness. It's like, it's like somebody suffering from, from, from a, a, a sickness of the soul. If you live in sin and, and you follow sin, your, your, your very soul, your very conscience, your very life will, 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 will be hindered. You cannot fulfill your destiny if you continue to live your life apart from God. But God has a way to bring you back unto himself. Sin is like, like a mortal wound, a uh, 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 sickness, an incurable disease, a disease of the soul. People are condemned to sin. Condemned uh, um, in sin is it's like a, a, a crime that cannot be pardoned. But Jesus came and paid our price so that you can be set free. The second thing that I need you to see um, concerning Jesus, um, reason that Jesus is God's solution, is that Jesus came to heal us of sin and shame, to deliver us from the wound and the disease that we face. Jesus came to be a solution so that we can come to God and be restored back to him. The Bible tells us in Isaiah chapter 55, I mean 53, verse 4, Surely he bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by God. He was uh, uh, wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we were healed. All of us like sheep have gone astray, and we have all turned to our own ways. Yet it pleased God to, to strike him and to lay on him the iniquities of us all. God sent Jesus to pay the price 
for our sin so that we can be restored to God. The Bible says he, he bore our griefs, uh, uh, the pain that we experience because of sin, because of we live in a sinful world. We live when people uh, uh, um, decide to, 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 to just do things that are, that are, that are wicked to people. We, we, in our society, we hear over and over of people killing one another, uh, uh, um, children carrying guns into the school and, and shooting their friends. Uh, people getting struck on drugs and addiction and alcoholism and abusing their spouses or abusing people. It's all because of sin. Wars and rumors of war, hatred, and, 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 and people are not experiencing um, love or trying or, or conniving and finding ways to cheat others. It's all because of sin. The Bible says he bore our griefs. He carried our sorrows. And when Jesus was doing that, we were not loving him. We were not cheering him up. We were doing our own thing, cursing him and, and, and trying to follow our own way. But yet, the Bible tells us that he was wounded for our transgression. When Jesus was on this eye 2,000 years ago, Jesus paid a price. He came purposefully to die so that you and I can be healed and saved and delivered. You see, there is no uh, 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 one of us who can pay the price for our own sin because all of us, because of Adam and Eve, we are born in sin. But Jesus, the perfect son of God, who lived on this earth without sin, who came born of, of the virgin Mary and, and his blood flowed from, from heaven, came and paid the price so that you can be uh, um, delivered. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, is eternal life. He was wounded for your transgression. He was bruised for your iniquities. Transgression is what we do when we transgress, when we, when we do things against other people, when we get in other people's spaces and try to, 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 to harm them. He was wounded for our iniquities, wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquities. Iniquities is a, is a perpetual sin, a, a thing that we do on a, on a regular basis that, that we, we pay no attention to. Jesus paid a price so that you can be delivered. The Bible says by his stripes, when Jesus was going to the cross, the, the Roman soldier, soldiers beat him up. The Bible records concerning the beating that they beat him up so bad that you, you could not recognize him. You could not recognize the flesh on his back. But the God said that those wounds that he received, those stripes that he received, it was so that you can be healed, so that you can be delivered. If you are sick in your body, I'm here to let you know that there's provision in Christ Jesus for you to be healed. If you are uh, 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 sick with addiction, maybe drugs addiction or, or, or alcohol or, or, or whatever it is, uh, um, what, uh, pornographic or what, whatever it is that you, you are bound by, that you, you cannot see yourself being delivered from, I'm here to let you know that the blood of Jesus is available to you because he is God's solution and he wants to deliver you. He wants to set you 
free. If you are sick, you are poor, you, you, you can't seem to have a, a, a peace of mind, you, you depressed, or maybe even yeah, um, at the place of committing suicide. I'm saying don't give up hope. Jesus has come to give you life, to give you hope, to give you a second chance so that you, your life, can you can experience God's life. He is God's solution to your problem. Whatever it is, whatever you may be facing, whether, whether it, is, it is unemployment, whether it is, it, it is an, in a, you are in an abusive relationship, or whether or not you are sick on your in your body and there is no hope, or even the doctor may have given you up, I'm here to let you know that Jesus is available. His blood was paid and, uh, and shed for you so that you can be healed, delivered, and set free. Look at uh, uh, um, what the Bible tells us in Luke chapter 4. In Luke chapter 4, verse, verse um, 18 and 19, I, I give you a background to this particular passage. The Bible tells us that Jesus uh, uh, has started his ministry. Um, John the Baptist had baptized him, and he went into the wilderness and prayed for 40 days and 40 nights, fasted. Um, he defeated the enemy um, devil who tempted him. He came back, and the Bible says he went into Nazareth, his hometown, and he went into the synagogue or um, you, you can say the church. He went to church on that day. And the Bible says he took the book of Isaiah that was given to him and he read a passage in Isaiah chapter 61 that is recorded here in Luke chapter 4. He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, Recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are bruised, and to proclaim the year of God's favor. The Bible tells us, look at what Jesus said his purpose is. God's Spirit, God, the Holy Spirit, anointed him to preach the gospel to the poor. That word preach means to proclaim, to let people know, to, to tell about the good news. And he's saying, I'm preaching the gospel to the poor, to the wealthy, to the, to the weak, uh, uh, to the weak, to the strong. In preaching the gospel, proclaiming that there is good news when you come to Jesus Christ. He said he's came, he came to heal the brokenhearted. People's hearts are broken because of different reasons. They may be broken because of a, a, of a love that is kept away from them. It may be broken because of a, 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 a misused uh, a relationship or abused relationship. It may be broken because of a child or a spouse or a friend who turned their back on you. Jesus said, I came to heal the brokenhearted. If your heart is broken today, I'm here to let you know that Jesus is a solution to your problem. He's here to heal your broken heart. He's here to deliver you. He said to proclaim liberty to the captive. That word liberty is freedom. Jesus is here if you are bound by addiction or whatever it is, if you are bound by demonic oppression, Jesus is here to set you free. You do not have to be bound. 
you can accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and embrace the life of God and experience freedom. He said, recovery of sight to the blind. Now, there are people who are physically blind, and Jesus wants your sight to be recovered. But others, they are physically blind, emotionally blind, uh, 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 financially blind, uh, 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 spiritually blind. Jesus is here to give you sight. He said to, to, to uh, set at liberty those who are oppressed. Jesus is here to set you free. And then he said to proclaim the year of God's favor. You see, God always wants to bless you, to provide for you, to heal you, to give you purpose, to give you a desire to live for. Jesus is God's answer to every question and God's solution to every problem. No matter what question you have, or what problem you have, Jesus is your solution. Last but not the least, Jesus brought reconciliation between God and people. The Bible tells us that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. That word reconcile is to make peace. Jesus came to make peace between God and you. There may be peace between God and me. Peace between God and people. We, because of our sin, we cannot see God. We cannot experience the goodness of God. But Jesus came to pay the price so that he can take away the sin problem that now we can be friends of God. The purpose of God's love for you is so that you can come to him. And that's why he sent Jesus to die on the cross so that the sin problem that separates you between, from God can be removed. And now you can have friendship with God. God has you on, your mind, on his mind. The Bible says he has engraved you in the palm of his hands. He has made you the apple of his eye. He, 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 he purposefully loved you. He's seeking and wooing you unto himself. Friend, why don't you give your heart to Jesus? Why don't you come and experience the life that Jesus gave? He said in John chapter 10, verse 10, the thief, that is the devil, comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. You see, every time you face situation where things are being taken away from you, it's a work of darkness and it's a work of the devil. The devil comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. Um, when you hear about in the news about all of these killings, it's, it's not God. God is not the one orchestrating the, the killing in the schools and the killing in the, in the different um, places of entertainment because of people's selfishness. No, those are works of the devil. But Jesus has come so that you may have life, so that you may experience the God kind of life. The Bible says he loves you. He sent his son to die on the cross for you so that when after he died, you need to receive him and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just release your grace and your power over the lives of your people. Touch their hearts. 
Lord, draw them unto yourself. May they know that Jesus is the answer to every question and the solution to every problem. Lord, heal their bodies. Deliver their soul. Help them, O oh God, to experience the life that you and only you give. Show them your goodness and your faithfulness. Provide for them. Break the addiction. Break the, 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 the loneliness in their lives. Let them experience your love. Let it flow to their hearts. Let it flow to their lives. Let it change their situation. Let it create an atmosphere in their lives that they can experience your favor. Do it for them, O oh God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. We are out of time right now. Pastor Liz and I will be right back with a very important message. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. But your sins are separating you from God's abundant life. Therefore, he has sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins so that you can experience forgiveness of sins and redemption from death and destruction. If you will accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you shall be saved and enjoy God's abundant life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at Bethelva.com. We encourage you to join a good Bible-believing church so that you can serve the Lord with other believers. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services on Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service, on Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study, and on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Bethel City of Glory and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at BethelCityOfGlory.org or email us at admin at BethelVA.com. Yeah.